Welcome to Pivot Point. I'm Nathan. And I'm Chris. The podcast where two friends work their way through Tony Robbins' self-help book, Awaken the Giant Within, where every week we talk about how we intend to create lasting change, working our way through the book one chapter a week. We are using this journey as our pivot point to take immediate control of our mental, emotional, physical, and financial destinies. Okay, chapter 18, Identity, the key to expansion. So we talked a little bit during, uh, well, I guess this morning. How did you fare with this chapter? Not great. Oh, gosh, dang it. Every time. No, okay. Every so time that thing. I like one, you Here's the it. thing. No, 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 no. <laughs> That's not... I, I like the chapter. I really do. I, there were several passages that I read out loud to my wife. She was sitting on the couch next to me. Um, I really like, and I don't disagree with any of it. In fact, like this is, this is putting into words like the journey that I've been taking over the last like twelve to twenty-four months. Yeah. Um, but I can't say that I did a good job on the exercise. Oh. So, let's just get that out right out front. Okay. I did okay. love the chapter though. <laughs> We should also talk about how uh, this episode and last week's are going to publish on the same day. We have a little audio problem. I don't know. You didn't know that till just now, but they will publish on the same day. Because <laughs> and if you're listening to this one, you probably already listened to the other one. Yeah, that's probably true. Yeah. This is what happens when you have to record uh, sixty miles apart. So yeah. But I'd say after 18 weeks and never missing a week, we've we've done pretty well. We have missed yeah. a publishing or two, I think, just one. But uh, yeah. yeah, pretty awesome. I'm excited. Uh, I get really excited. I mean, we talked about it a couple times through text, but like this is pretty exciting that we've gone 18 weeks. Like very few ventures have I done for 18 weeks. No, yeah, it's easily the longest commitment I've made other than my marriage. So. <laughs> Oh, my kids, I yeah. guess, but you can't really kick them out. So Not yet. So, shifting identity. I thought the story, so if you haven't read the chapter, he starts out with a story that is about a... Uh, he talks a lot about this POW. He doesn't really give a name or anything like that, but he talks about a POW who... It, it's really just talking about brainwashing. I mean, that's where I didn't... I didn't understand the POW part, because that's a totally... That should not be a part of anything that we're going to relate to. Yeah. It's too bad he wrote this book in 1995 or whatever yeah. and not 2014. Um, because the whole time I was reading it, I was like, this is a perfect place to talk about Walter White. Oh yeah. Yep. Uh, for those that don't know the lead character of breaking bad, uh, Walter White, AKA Heisenberg. Yeah. Uh, this is, this is a great, you could do a really great breakdown of this chapter talking about his character arc in that television show. Oh, for sure. I did notice on the first page of the chapter, chapter or page 412, down at the bottom, is a book that I have seen on top list forever, and I've never read it. And I'm getting very angry of seeing it and not reading it, so <laughs> I've, I've put it on the top, at least top five right now. But it's a Robert Caldini influence. And I've seen it on a bunch of lists, and it says there it was in 1988, but I've, I've heard nothing but great things about that book. So, hmm. have you read that book? I have not, oh. no. Yeah, I've heard nothing but good things, but haven't read it. Might be so. worth checking out. Yeah, it might be. After you hear it a hundred <laughs> times, it's probably a good idea to, to give yeah. it a gander, or at least, you know. Yeah. So... This entire chapter is kind of, well, it all culminates into a, a pretty large exercise. Uh, I mean, he goes, he, it's a lot of revisiting, but of things. Can, uh, would, would you indulge me as I read a, a passage? It's, yeah, go. No, it's yeah. a couple paragraphs from 416, and I think. From I think 416 these two or on? Yeah, okay. on 416. <laughs> no, it's from John 416. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. So I think these two paragraphs really 
perfectly summarize and then one sentence on the next page summarize the this whole chapter um, does it start with need... if you don't know it's the paragraph above that we all have a need for okay um, okay i highlighted that about... if you don't know that's why yeah so he's talking about um identity and how important it is to have an identity and he starts by saying we all have a need for a sense of certainty most people have tremendous fear of the unknown uncertainty implies the potential of having pain strike us and we'd rather deal with the pain we already know about than deal with the pain of the unknown thus living in an ever-changing world one in which we are constantly surrounded by the flux of new relationships redefined job roles changing environments and a steady stream of new information the one thing that we all count on to be constant is our sense of identity. If we begin to question who we are, then there is no foundation for all of the understandings upon which we've built our lives. If you don't know who you are, then how can you decide what to do? How can you formulate values, adopt beliefs, or establish rules? How can you judge whether something is good, bad, or indifferent? The biggest challenge for someone who perceives his identity as a drug addict is what does he change his identity to? To a recovering drug addict, this doesn't change his identity. It merely describes the state he's in currently. Drug-free doesn't do it either because most see it as a temporary state, and it still focuses on drugs as one of the ways of defining oneself. When this person develops a conviction that he is absolutely clean, that he's now a, quote, Christian, Muslim, Jew, or Buddhist, or now that he's a leader, or anything else other than a drug addict, that's when his behavior changes. As we develop new beliefs about who we are, our behavior will change to support the new identity. It's a really long passage, but yeah. I think those two paragraphs are like a perfect summation of this whole chapter. He's just talking about how important it is to establish an identity for yourself because once you decide who you are, your behavior will shift to support that belief. Oh, yeah. That's... I have... Uh... You kind of threw me off after reading that. Sorry. No, I don't know what to say. <laughs> Sorry. So, uh, do you find that to be true in your life? Like, is it? Can you think of a time? And I'm, I'm guessing I know what you're going to say, but can you think of a time in your life where you shifted your identity as a person, and then the behavior changed to follow it? Well, yeah. There's so there's instantly the like what you were probably getting at was it like the drinking and stopping drinking, but there's also this path. And I'd say the last, like, 18 months of true, like, oh, man, I don't want to say, like, introspection. But, like, when I did this exercise, I think it hit me the most. Um, and I had Jen do it. And it, like, wasn't as effective. I don't want to say it wasn't as effective on her. But she knows who she is, right? So she figured yeah. out some things in the last, like, year to eight months, um, especially with, like, the medical stuff for, for me and my job that, like, She's got it figured out. And so, for but for me, I'm still, I mean, we talked about it, I probably, I think it was like two, three weeks ago or something. I just then figured out that, like, I shouldn't adapt my physical fitness uh, goals to everybody else's as well. So, I, I was pretty rooted in, like, following other people in some certain aspects hmm. rather than, and so this to me is, like, pretty big. Like, I, I really enjoyed it. Because it, to me, it was able to say, to sit down and go, okay, out of a culmination of what is now 18 weeks of doing this podcast, and then uh, months prior to that of a lot of reading and a lot of like thinking about stuff and observing myself, it gave me a time to say, this is actually who I am now, and then another definition of who I want to be. Because um, I think I've changed, but I think... I could change a lot more. Or not, I yeah. think, I, I want to. Right. Did that, is that what you were thinking? Is that what you, is that what you, you were yeah, looking definitely. for? Yeah, definitely. I mean, you, I, like, did I answer I'm in the, the same question? boat as you. Not what were you <laughs> yeah. did, I'm, I'm, I'm in the same boat as you. I, I mean, you know this, but like over the last, uh, we'll call it probably five years, um, like I've made some pretty dramatic shifts in, uh, my beliefs and yeah. those beliefs were what my entire identity was tied up in. Uh, growing up, my entire identity was based on a religion. That's it. Like if you asked me what I was or who I was, 
it was solely about that particular religion. And that's unhealthy in um, a great many number of ways. Um, because then when that starts to break down, when you start to really take a close look at, at those, at that particular thing, that religion, and that starts to fall apart, your identity falls apart with it. And that's where I found myself probably four to five, four, about four years ago. And then have essentially had to rebuild myself over the last four years. So how did you feel that the exercise, since you did, you already started a rebuild process or you feel like you have, did that, is that why it wasn't as, it wasn't as, uh, I don't want to say hard. It it just, it wasn't as effective. No, I'm not going to say it wasn't effective. Like I, I, it, I had a an extremely difficult time coming up with who I am. We've talked about this on the podcast before. Uh, I tried to go back through my notes and find it, but it must have been one of those like tangents that yeah, we got off on. I think it was where we talked about you know are you are you the person you are at work or at home or in front of family? Do you change who you are in those scenarios? And the reality for me is that you know I turned thirty in eight days most people who are 30 years old have been building up their identity for 30 years. I've been building my identity for the less than four. Yeah. And so I don't have a concrete hold on exactly who I am. And that's, that's something that I have realized a lot over the last 18 weeks as we've been working through this books. And then it kind of came to a head today as I'm sitting here staring at this blank page it says, who am I? And I have a few things written down that are true, but they're not, I don't know. I read his, I read his little paragraph of, of his I am statements. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh man, like that's, like that's beautiful. It's awesome. Like that he knows himself that well. I honestly can't sit here and say that I do because I've only known the current me for four years. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I don't want that to sound like a cop-out, but no, that's, so that's I, where I am right now. I know, and we'll get through it on, a, on the exercise, but like something that came out when Jen and I were talking about it, and she did the exercise, um, was that like there were certain things that came out, like with the free flow, with just answering, right? Just, just uh, here's, here's my answer. There were th- certain things that come out that's like, oh, yeah, this is it. But then using that, and trying to figure out truly what to do with it. That's where I struggle. Like, what subject yeah. do I, you know, I said I was going to write a book. I, 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 and last week, I think I said I wanted to write 2,500 words this week or, or something yeah. close to that. I wrote, I wrote around 700 words. And honestly, I got like 700 in and that was pushing it because I wasn't like, I don't know, I'm not sold on that subject. So then I, I got back into that stupid hamster wheel of like trying to figure out what I want to do. And that's where today when I did this exercise and us talking, me and her, it was basically like me laying it out like, okay, what subject do I do? Like what if if you were to see me write a book and standing in front of a bunch of people, what would it be about? And so we discussed that a lot. But uh, we can go through this exercise too if you want step by step. I don't know how far you got in or you said it was a blank page. So I don't want to go over something, but I, I can go over I have my, a couple I lines, am. <laughs> but, uh, cause yeah. I have seen it in interviews where, and it's this, not necessarily like something that you would say in an interview, but I have seen it where you say, who are you? And he, those of you who, you who have not read the book, he gives two things that happen. You either give a blank stare or some surface level answer, such as I am what I am. And that's all I am. And, or something, uh, uh, you know, something surface level, like I am, uh, a hardworking blah, blah, blah. And it's not, that's not what you truly are. So, right. So for those of you who aren't reading it, it moves on from that to gives you this exercise is basically six or seven questions that he asks. And then there's a lot more verbiage in between them that explains a little bit or gives his version of it. But, uh, The first one is basically I am dot, dot, dot. And you take a moment to ponder the question and write out your answer. 
You want me to go over mine? Uh, yeah. I mean, if you want, <laughs> if you want to. <laughs> so I did. Uh, so I did. I am a curious, addictive personality. Enjoy camaraderie. Problem solver. Wannabe expert. Family man. That's all I had. <laughs> that was just a you know like a two minute sitting there staring at a that blank paper. Yeah. So, um, uh, I should have had more to drink before we started this episode. Um, so here's the, I, so you went real wrote, deep then, huh? So I wrote down, I am reliable for my first statement. And I just stared at that for like, I don't even several minutes, eight or 10 minutes. And I was Ooh. like, this is the shittiest answer. And then I wrote, uh, oh, man. So then I wrote, I am I am sarcastic because of my insecurities. I, I wrote, I am an intensely spiritual being. I am a loving father that could stand to be more present. I work hard, but not at the expense of my family. I am a leader. And I don't know. So why was that so hard to talk about? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> oh, like, I don't, I don't hear it. Like, I don't hear. I don't know. I do think that you took like a trait and then you kind of. You were like, well, this is what I am, but I don't really want to be. Did you, did you, do you think you, I, I can't remember which one you said. It's sarcastic. I mean, it's it, all of them. Yeah, yeah. Right. I don't know that I want to be, I, yeah, I don't know, man. I just don't see that as like, none of those were like, but I know you. So I guess that's not yeah. like maybe somebody like, you, like we talked about before that somebody you're not sarcastic with. I don't know that you, I don't know either. I find it hard it's that you're able to shut that like one a, off. But like last week, I told like a, <laughs> like a very personal, <laughs> emotional story, and like this is the thing that I had trouble talking about. Yeah, I don't know, man. You know, who knows? So it, he talks about you know. So you figure out like who you are today, and then the next one, I I kind of like this one that he said uh, if you were to look under into the dictionary. Under your name, what would it say? And this is kind of like my, one of my favorite ones because I, I thought like, it, this is the time where I can say in a paragraph form or like one sentence, I guess, that what I am and then I can actually look at this to see who I think I am and who I want to be, which is his intent, obviously. But did you feel that way at all about the definition? Yeah, so I didn't I didn't do the next two. Oh, okay. Of this, <clears throat> like the definition and the uh, thing. The identity I was, card. I almost wrote down superlative, being of and above the highest caliber. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, I don't. I don't have the definition one. So I did uh, solution motivated family man with addiction to solving problems through any means necessary while seeking himself. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty accurate. And the through any means necessary also includes, uh, I guess, uh, uh, 18 months ago, it would have included uh, smashing a case of beer every night. So that's, <laughs> like I said, it's through any means necessary. The, the identity card, for those of you who aren't reading, he basically tells you, like, write out your ID card. And, and how you would give it out. So interesting enough, I did it, Jen did it, and we both kind of came up with what was basically a business card. Like, a, Oh, really? Yeah, it was kind of funny. Like mine had family members on it in the definition and a picture, height, weight, and other stuff, and then a phone number. Neither one of us wrote our name. <laughs> like we actually both drew funny. it out, and neither one of us wrote our name. So if one of the 12 to 7 people that listen to each episode is a psychologist and could email me yeah, there's gotta be what that means, there. that would be pretty interesting. Because I, I found that more interesting than anything, was that it was set up like a business card, both of us did, uh, or trading card, however you want to look at it, and neither one of us wrote our name, even though it's called an identity card. <laughs> uh... So... Huh. Yeah, there's got to be something more there. We'll get Dr. Drew on the line. Yeah, yeah. He was. He talked to Pete this week. Did you listen to that one already? 
we or last like 40, week, something like that. 40 minutes of it, and I had to turn it off. I don't, I don't like Dr. Drew. I, I deleted it. didn't even listen. Yeah. didn't even try it. I like most of Pete's episodes, but I don't like Dr. Drew. So. so, and I wrote a note, and I'm trying to reference it back to the book to try to find out what he said to make it so that I wrote this note, but I can't find it. Um, but I wrote a note that says, for me, it's not a new identity. It's my, actually my core identity. So it's not something that like when I write this stuff down and I'm thinking about it, it's not something that it's not new. It's always been inside of me. Like I'm just figuring it out now. Does that make sense? Yeah. So I would, I mean, yeah, there have been changes to it, but I mean, in the last 18 months to two and a half years, it's really just figuring out like, Hey, I'm an addictive personality who can't figure out which business to do. Like now that I know that I can solve the problem before it was just ignoring it. Yeah. Yeah. So did you do the, so I guess, did you do the, uh, the second portion of the exercise where he talks about, you know, the identity that you would want to have? Oh yeah. Yeah. So on, on page 428, he says the, you know, make a list right now of all the elements of your identity you want to have. And uh, I had uh, one, two, three, four of them. Four, four that you that... don't currently have. Right. Yeah. Yep. So my first one was strive for physical, physical and mental health. And then my second one was fearless of losing slash failure. Uh, third is a constant working on my blank. Meaning I've never had a... I've never sat down, I have, I've done this many a times, I don't want to say I've never sat down and done this, but you know how we talked about like, we, you just need a gig and run at it, right? right? Like we just, we need to figure yeah. out what we're going to do for you this year, it's your furniture, for me this year, it's my writing. I just need to like work on that. Like I want to be able to focus on that instead of on the whole hamster wheel of decisions. And then my last was uh, pursue all avenues to meet and speak to people. Because that's not something I feel like I do enough now. Um, I tend to stick, even though it looks like it in a social setting, whether it be at my work or outside of work, most of the time I'm talking to somebody I'm comfortable with. Very, very few times do I approach somebody I don't know. Hmm. That's interesting. Because I, I would imagine, because I've had people tell me like, oh, I wish I could talk to people like you do. And it's like, yeah, you don't know. Like, I know these people. Like, if I see them in a grocery that's not, store, that's, I'm going to, I know them. So I, I, that's interesting to me because on I, I probably dozens of occasions, we've been sitting around with a problem trying to figure something out or trying to figure out if something is possible. And you will call a complete and total stranger no matter what the situation is and say, Hey, what does it cost to do X? Or is it possible to do Y? And you just, you don't even think about it. We were talking about, uh, what was, Oh, we were talking about hosting like a little, like a little like a boat building convention in a hotel where we would bring people oh, in yeah. and we would build yeah. a boat. And in 40 seconds, you had somebody on the phone from the hotel asking what it costs to rent a room. So, so I, I, I would take that, though, and what I see from that is that, and maybe this is just figuring out, like, how I should have, a, like, I've always looked at, like, loner businesses, like, author, or woodworker type stuff, that that was a group dynamic to me. Like, you and I were feeding off each other, we were bouncing ideas, we were writing stuff down, and then it was something that I needed to produce in order to make that train go a little further. Hmm. Whereas, like, if I'm sitting by myself, like I was yesterday, or, you know, not necessarily by myself, but if I'm sitting on the couch and the laptop's in my lap, and I say, I need to write a book, it's like, <laughs> okay, well, what subject do I write about? Well, I like this, I like this. I went through all of my notebooks. Every single one of them. I'm, I can't remember. I wrote down somewhere how many I went through to figure out what I wanted to write. And uh, I'm kind of jumping ahead here, but... Uh, Within 30 seconds of telling my wife what the idea was, she had, uh, she's going to get angry because I'm going to use the wrong <laughs> terminology here because it's not a negative thing. I absolutely want to make that clear. It is not a negative thing, but she destroyed it in 10 seconds. 
<laughs> Rightfully so, right? I mean, it was absolutely, right, yeah. um, and I've said it many times, she knows what I'm good at and what I like. But that's the outside part. That's like, you saw that? I, don't, I never even thought of that. I guess that's another lesson we could all take, is that sometimes we look at ourselves and we see something, and then outside, everybody says like, yeah, but you've done this, 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 and this. Yeah, because that's something that like, I see in you that I'm like, oh man, I wish I could do that. Cause I actually have on my list extroverted can hold a conversation with anyone because like, and what you did by calling a hotel is not that, but right. it's a, it's a part of that. I would not have called that hotel. I have no, I had no intention of booking a ho, uh, a conference room at that hotel. Right. <laughs> I would never have called them for a, an estimate on how much it would cost. So like, to me, I see that and I'm like, oh man, I wish I could, I wish I had that. I wish I could do that. Hmm. Cause I have tickets in my queue at work that I won't call the customers on because they're so old and I'm terrified of the conversation that's going to happen. Like I have a fix for them, but I'm scared yeah. to bring it up yeah. because the ticket is so old. Like that's the, that's the level of like, I don't know if it's insecurity or introvertedness that like I try to cover up, but. Like that's what's, that's what's on the inside. I guess for me, it's more like when I say it, it's not cause I see, I, I, when I hear you say that stuff, it's like, Oh, well, yeah, I guess I do. To me, it's like even more uncomfortable. Like I want to, I want to be like super uncomfortable. Like calling them didn't cost me anything. Like there was right. zero pride lot. Like I could just literally right. hang up the phone and that other person wouldn't understand what was going they would just go oh whatever and then they would move on but if you said hey i'm gonna have a personal one-on-one like i'm going to call john a cuff yeah and like you call him and he answers his phone that's that like oh shit like i gotta <laughs> talk to this guy right and that's where i guess that's what i'm more talking about is like the the uncomfortable conversations me interviewing somebody that i've never met before but yet truly respect type thing or i don't, I don't know yeah uh, and maybe it's just being able to under or accept that I can do it already. Yeah. That's probably more like it, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, is it possible that you're saying that you can't as an excuse to not do it? Oh, absolutely. I mean, it's just like, <clears throat> it's yeah. I was going to say so many other traits that I say that for, but like, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's there. There's, and like I say, speak to people or meet them. It's just getting out there and doing it. Because I, I, I push my... I used to be like that. I guess that's what I'm getting at. Was before... I don't know. Let's call, let's call it high school. I would literally talk to anybody. Like I would, I would be the guy that, like Larry King says, I, w- I would be the guy you wouldn't want to sit next to in the airport. Because I would <laughs> talk to you. And then it just kind of... I shifted my my personality away from that to almost like hating other people. And I'm sure that has to do with my career field and my, and whatever I was doing, but then I'm trying to push away from that. So, and I didn't have anybody. So my last three, I didn't have anybody to model after. Cause he says, you know, name the person you would model after as well. We haven't talked about your list at all. Yeah. We can talk about my list. <laughs> um, Let me reflect to your list so we stop talking about mine. That's <laughs> so uh, the first one I wrote is a finisher. Uh, I wrote generous with my love, a giver, uh, slow to anger, and then I wrote extroverted, can hold a conversation with anyone. Those were the four that I had. Whew. Those are heavy. <laughs> like, I don't even know, like... You said yeah. giver, hold a conversation. What was the other ones? Generous with my love, dash a giver. I put those in the same like category, essentially. Like I, I just want, like I just want to give. Like that's, I feel so much better when I'm doing. Anyways, uh, slow to anger was the other one I wrote. A finisher, and then extroverted, able to hold a conversation with anyone. Hmm. How do you think that you? Because you were about to go on a big explanation of giver, what what was that? Like what? How do you how do you think you don't give? Like what? Like you serve in the military. Like whether you think that that's uh, something or not, you're still doing that. So I I yeah, get I understand what you're no, about to say, but like you still do it. 
And, uh, sure, I I do. You're right, uh, the, but there is no. That's not what I that. Okay, for me, there is no sacrifice in serving in the military. I so, no, because you've accepted it. It's like a part of your day to day. I guess, yeah. It's a I, part of your hey. I can I, if they called you tomorrow, you'd bitch about it. But they and they told you you had to leave. You would leave. Like there's not much right. else you could do. Yeah, that's true. And think of how many coworkers you have now that if you said, hey, guys, you're going to go to a class. It's going to be two months long. See ya. Like, <laughs> that doesn't – it wouldn't fly. Right. At my current job? Yeah. yeah. That would not be acceptable to anyone, I, don't, I no. don't think. Yeah. And yet we don't question it. Yeah, I, so I guess that's true. I didn't – I never really thought about that as as a thing. But, huh. I mean, I get what you're saying. Like – because I, I watched... So, what I'm... Yeah, go ahead. No, no, go. This is your list. So, for me, it's like, it's it's giving of myself. I So, that's like, that's my time, I guess. It's time with my family. Like, when, when I was deployed, yeah, I, I lost six months with my family. I'm, I'm not getting that time back. But I don't see that as like a... Uh, so, this goes back to my Who Am I Today, where I wrote, I am an intensely spiritual being. I wrote that... I wrote that because I feel like I I'm having a hard time talking about this. Um <laughs> <laughs> we can we can move on. No, no, on. I want to talk I want to talk about it. I don't want to I don't want to just brush over it. Um I guess it's that's giving of like a physical thing, a, a commodity that I have. Time is a thing that is not while it is limited, to me it is not scarce my spirituality my spirit giving of my personal emotions like i view those as scarce and maybe that's wrong that's that's i i think that that's wrong as it is i'm stuttering all over myself trying to get my ideas out but <laughs> to be able to get to the point where i want to be generous with my love a giver of that love i need to view love as an unlimited commodity I need to view my emotions as something that that cannot run out as like a bottomless well. But currently in my current state, I see that as like a limited resource. I've only got so much so I can only give it to the three most important people in my life. Everybody else can go fuck themselves. Yeah. Like that's where I am today, but that's not who I want to be. Is it, does any of that make sense? Or am I like rambling? No, that, so what I'm hearing is that you say you uh, giving your true self, right? Not just your time or not just like five bucks. But if somebody is down on their luck and you're standing next to them and you give them your shoulder, you truly mean like you can you can be with me. Like you can yeah. hang out with me. Like you can. Yeah. You can. I want to be able to look at somebody and say, I am here with you and and like mean that. Yeah. And have them really understand that, like, I am there for them no matter what. Like, that's the type of, like, because that to me is a very vulnerable, very deep place that I only exist, that only exists with three people in my life right now. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't want to challenge, like, I mean, no, like challenge. what that's you're what saying, but for. like, I think you... Again, it's just it's something that like maybe maybe we're and we're not like we each see something in in each other and we see something in other people. So it's a lot easier for me to say like no this and you to accept yeah. that. Like I get that because I I I mean when we talked about mine we we ran into the same thing. But like dropping everything and running to your sister's house, there's number four. <laughs> dropping everything and running to your mom's house or or your dad's. Like there's five yeah. and six. Like I think you're limiting yourself to three people, but you still have four, five, six, seven. Like if I called you tomorrow and was like, "Dude, my basement's flooding. I need somebody else to help me with a sump pump." Yeah. I, I absolutely like you are literally the only one that I can call. Come over. You would probably head this way. So you can't yeah. say that. That you know what I mean? Like yeah. You, it, no, maybe you're right. it's yeah. just like an acceptance of saying like, hey, you don't feel the emotion of giving that love or the emotion yeah. of because I do that like, oh yeah, I'll go over and do this. And then I don't realize because uh, you're depositing somewhere else, you still have to withdraw. Yeah. 
Meaning, like, if you ran to your sister's house, you're now the three that you mentioned earlier aren't going to see you. Right. So there's that. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Like, I think it still exists, but I, I, it's a worthy cause to, to go even more towards. You know. Yeah. Hmm. And to hold a conversation that. It's funny that we both said that. It's I want it more than anything in the world. Like yeah. I, and it's I, it's such a weird thing, but like, I, I wish I wish I had that Larry King ability where he's just like, I can't wait to talk to you. I don't know who you are, I don't know anything about you, and I want to know all of it. Like, to me, that is such an admirable trait to have, and it's something I desperately want. And I, uh, ab- yeah, because and I want like he has. Um, and I, I've listened to recently cause I, I've been wanting to get better at interviewing. And so I've been listening to some of his talks about how he interviews and about how he genuinely cares. So he could oh, be yeah. interviewing a, uh, a, a radical terrorist and then mother Teresa and he cares about both of them. Right. And he'll say, he says it many times, like, I don't care about what they're doing or what they want to do, but the person is who I want to know. Like, I want to know who they are, and I want to be able to show other people who they are. Whether it's good or bad, he wants to show them. And I think that's something that, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a judger. So when I see, see, yeah. see somebody and they're, <laughs> you know, looking like shit and they're wearing sweatpants and they're disgusting and, and you look at me like, oh gosh, eh. you know, like, and you kind of step away a little bit. Like, how many times have you gone to the grocery store, like, sick, wearing sweatpants and looking like shit? Right. And then every time I get self-conscious, that's because I'm on the other end. Yep. That's what I I know there's another me out there. Exactly. looking at me the way I look at people. Yep. And it's it's a joke, really. Because if you think... And it's just like any other venture you and I have talked about doing and never done is... That's... There's another one of us out there. So So, if one of our friends... Or colleagues, or coworkers, whatever. Some person walked up to us and said, "I'm starting this." We would judge the shit out of them, <laughs> and we would just destroy their business. Or on the flip side, tell them everything that's right about it. Yeah, and walk away and go, "Wow, I wish I'd have done that." And yep. here we sit. Yeah. So the next part is. Um, he says, if you truly like to expand your identity in your life, then right now consciously decide who you want to be and then uh, get excited, like be like a kid again and describe in detail everything you've decided you are today and take a moment and write down your expanded list. Did you make an expanded list? No, I didn't understand how this was different from the first okay. question. Did you? I So I did, but I kind of took the definition route Um, and I rewrote my definition. So it is risk-taking, curious, mindful speaker who is firmly based with his family and in good health. Oh, that's pretty good. So it's great, and something came out of it that (laughs) I did not expect. I'm going to read it again just to see if you can catch it. It says, risk-taking, curious, mindful speaker who is it firmly based with his family and in good health? Anything? Mm. Nothing jumped no. out? It's well, kind of hard without s- like... You said speaker and not interviewer. I said... Is... So, I I went back because I was like, okay, well, I want to own a business, so I'm going to go back and I'm going to build that into this. Yeah. And I read it like five times and I was like, holy shit, I cannot believe this. So, and then here's the note I wrote next to it. I said, I wrote speaker and then later wondered what and where I could add on business owner. Um, I know what I should be doing already, basically. I just keep ignoring it. Hmm. So you wrote that like without, that was just no other notes. I just unconsciously, subconsciously, I guess. Interesting. So as soon as I read that, I was like, oh my gosh, like that's kind of crazy. Like I haven't been thinking about speaking. I wasn't thinking about anything. Like I literally just wrote it out. Hmm. Interesting. 
Yeah, well, I don't know I mean, what it's... to do with that. Well, I don't know either. But but the I thought it was pretty. One, I thought it was pretty awesome because it validates something. Uh, it it validates one of my goals already that yeah. I've been trying to run from. I mean, right. it was probably two weeks ago, three weeks ago. I said, "Oh, I'm gonna change that into interviewing because I'm really yeah. enjoying it." And that's that's what I just said subconsciously. Hmm. Interesting. So, why do you think that you are like so? Is it hesitancy about it? I guess I don't know. It, what what about it are you running from? I guess. I think, and I, and this is another thing I've been trying to think about too, and and really like dig into was why any of it. So why why just besides just speaking, but like the writing and being. I mean, I said like earlier, I wanted to be an expert. We've talked about it. I think it was on week two, week three, week four. I, I said it multiple times. Yeah. Is that there's another one of me out there. And so if I saw at the library, it was like, ah, oh, so-and-so speaking about, uh, you know, interviewing his family and what that meant to him. We're like, that's a, what? what? Like five people going to go to that? <laughs> you know, but when I asked Jen, because this was another very long conversation we had today was, if I, cause I, I read that to her and told her the same thing and she's like, Oh wow. Yeah. Okay. Then do it. She's like, what, what do you want to do? What does speaking mean to you? Like, what does that, you know? And I brought up, I said, okay, I want to be, I want to be paid 5,000 to $25,000 a speech. And that's all I do. That's it. Hmm. Like that would, that to me is like a perfect job. Fly out on a Wednesday, come back on a Friday. You're done. Yeah. Made more money in three days than I do in a month. Yeah. And uh, she's like, well, then do it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It sucks not to have a supportive, you know, spouse. That's what I'm saying. My wife says the same thing when I'm like, yeah, I'm going to do this. She's like, good. No, you're supposed to tell me that that's not possible. That's what you're supposed to do right now. The story is so much better if you just yelled at me right now. I need an antagonist. But I thought that was super interesting. I, d- I don't know why I'm, uh, I don't want to say running from it, but I am. I, I don't know. I think it's that, that fear of, it's no different than how many conversations have you had with people and never mentioned this podcast, even though we've been doing it for 18 weeks. Yeah. And that's what, that bothers me that I don't, if I talk about it, I just instantly turn into this like little turtle. It's just like, oh yeah, well, <laughs> it's just something that me and, a, you know, me and this other guy, I don't, I don't even know him. Like yes. we just talk yes. and then we kind of record just it. That's it. some random book we found. I don't know. Yeah. And it instantly, and it like 10 seconds after that, you know, whatever, however long the conversation is with that person, it, I we could talk about saving the world's problems and I'll instantly go back to that point in the conversation and think like, gosh, why didn't I just be like fired out there? Like, yeah, you can't. And I guess that maybe that's what I'm thinking of when I say, I want to be, you know, uh, talk with other people, you know, pursue all avenues to meet and speak with people because of that. Like, it's not being a different person. It's just not articulating exactly what I think is important. Hmm. Hmm. You said you, do you have anything for number two or you did not? No, I didn't do number. I didn't understand like the difference. Oh, I don't know. What about three? So, I don't really have a plan of, like, I don't, I guess it's just, like, I, so it goes back to, I, the answer is, short answer is no. Uh, long answer is, like, I guess to develop this plan, you'd go back to his example of the woman in the skydiving, right? Where she wants to be more adventurous, and then she forcibly puts herself in these situations. Yeah. Is that yeah. what you, is that what you kind of did to develop yours? I, so I, he talks in three, after three, a little bit, and it, it's talking about like, pay attention to, pay, geez, pay special attention to friends you're choosing to spend time with. Will they reinforce or destroy your identity you're creating? And for those of you not reading the book, number three's question is, now develop a plan of action you could take that would cause you to know that you're truly living consistently with your new identity. I wrote down, it is not so much the friends I spend time with, 
as it is how I spend my time. Meaning, am mm. I being real productive or am I being real unproductive by spinning my wheels and running around with different types of ideas? Because it's I don't really have a group of friends that's positive or negative. I don't even really have a group of friends. I mean, it's like five <laughs> of us. So, like, it's not... I'm not in that type of social setting. So right. when I'm sitting on the couch watching Netflix, which is fine, everybody should have time to rewind. But if I have the laptop in my lap, I should be productive, not researching URLs or you know other ideas. If it's an idea and it's a URL, it's going to be the one that I pursue and I'm running at it. Yeah. So I'm in the same boat as I had a, I had a similar reaction to the friend's question. Do you think that that's a problem? Do you think that what's a problem? So he says, you know, pay special attention to the friends you're choosing to spend time with. Do you think that we should intentionally go out and seek people to spend time with that will reinforce these these new identities or these new parts of our identities? Absolutely. And maybe that's where both of us rooted in the whole conversation. Yeah. It's, it's being able to, like, I don't have a mentor. So, and that bothers me, especially, yeah. I mean, 18 weeks of doing this, like it bothers me that, and I don't, like you and I are coaching each other through this process, but yeah. it's not. It's like, only going to yeah, get us so far. Yeah. Cause you're yeah. in the same spot. So it's like, if you're if you're running, because we both have used that path, and many other people that either listen to this have have done that path, when you're running, you know to run, so you go run, and then your friend says like I can run faster, so you try to run faster. At some point, there's somebody that out there that knows better leg workouts for your body type. Yeah, that's what I'm looking for. I yeah, need I... somebody to talk to. That's it might not be every week or month, but it's somebody to say like. This is my idea. I need in and because Jen talked about it today when I said like, who do I? What do I do? You know, what subject? And she said, uh, okay, so this is the time where I tell you a subject and you yell at me, <laughs> because like that's how it works. Because it's not. She knows me very well, but if it right. was somebody else, obviously it have, it's happened many times, and they say, oh, go do this, and you're like, oh, that's a great idea. It's yeah. Do you feel the same way that, that it's? Yeah, I definitely do. Like I, I don't have like a large social circle. Like I'll, I'll freely admit that I have a few, you know, close friends and I'm, I've been content with that. Um, but I think to be able to develop these identities, these traits, I guess we'll call them like, how else are you going to do it? If you don't have an example to watch, you know, I can say I want to be slow to anger, but unless I'm hanging around somebody that has a, you know, doesn't have a short temper, like how am I going to see that in action? How am I going to see how they react when their kid walks up to them and kicks them in the shins? Like, yeah. Yeah. Cause I don't, I don't know any other reaction except anger. That's the only, that's the one that I was taught by my father. And that's the one that I learned and that's the only one I've ever seen. So, you know, what's, what's the right What's the right reaction? And how do I learn that unless I see somebody else doing it? And there are a lot of these things, too, that you could you could read a book for, right? You could say, sure. hey, I, I feel like I need to know more about whatever and read a book. But something like exactly what you just said, that's a behavioral thing. That's a, something that obs- obs- observing it is going to make a lot more impact than it would to read it. Most definitely. Like you and I both watched the on yoga documentary on Netflix this past week. I could read a thousand books about yoga. Yeah. But going to India for two weeks and studying with an actual yogi would would teach me more in two weeks than I could learn in a hundred lifetimes of reading books. And so what does So going back though, being a for you and you said being a uh a genuine with love and a giver. How do you take that and transition into, Hey, I'm going to leave the house and I'm going to go do this activity for four to five hours because we both have jobs and, and yours is 
a lot more demanding now than it, what it than what your last one was <laughs> as far as time away from home and having to always be there. But even for me, like I have a lot of vacation, but it doesn't like I don't want to miss out on time at home. Yeah. And so that's where I get I don't know. And also where I leave out of town. So it's hey, you leave out of town for three weeks, come home and be like, Oh, got a club meeting. I don't yeah. know. That could be a co- that's most certainly a cop out, right? Yeah, that's, I think I because I have full so, support at home, so it's. And not I like, think that there's a way to do it without really sacrificing the time with your. I mean, we record this podcast every week. I don't right. lose any time with my family. Yeah. How many How many times did we make that excuse? Like maybe oh, not yeah. out loud, but in your head. Yeah. You said, well, I don't want to give up the time with my family yeah. to record a podcast. Or you're not going to have the same time open as I am. Yeah. So that's absolutely yeah. And so I. And not to mention, you know, your boys are starting to get, like, for you, example, your boys are starting to get older. It's possible you could just involve them in whatever you're doing. Right. You know, yeah. I, it's, and for me, like, as my kids are a little young now, but in a couple of years, like, I think it'll be more important to see their dad doing something he's passionate about and becoming a better person than it will be for me to spend that extra 90 minutes with them at home. So let me tell you something that happened today that it was like it hurt it hurt pretty hard um it's it's like it it was bad like when it happened i was like that hurt like and i i played it off and i you know whatever and i moved on but it hurt um and i so i was talking with my sons my uh wife went into the bathroom and we were at lowe's and my youngest was saying like hey i want to save up for a lawnmower because i want to mow lawns and so he's talking about this venture that he wants to do when he's old enough. And then my oldest started talking about something that he wants to do. And I said, hey, you guys should actually do something instead of talking about it. Uh, you should actually make some money. And my oldest looked at me and said, hey, Dad, have you ever met yourself? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, yeah. Ouch. So, like, and like I said, I, I was... You know, like that's something that you and I have many times gone over and talked, like just the two of us. But like when he said that, I was like, shit. Yeah. Like the, that bad example that you take that like, I'm not saying you for like exactly, but there might be something that your dad or your mom did as a kid. And now you're like, gosh, dang it. Like yep. that example was terrible. Why was, why did they do that? <laughs> like right. to me, that's where that hurt. Like that yeah. was like a, oh, God damn it. Like I need to do something better. Like I need to do something. Because I have to show these two guys, like even if it's not something for me, I have to show them that it's that you should. Like yeah. if you have the idea, you should do it. Yep. Yeah. Because it's really hard to sit in front of your kids and say, "Hey, follow your passion. Like do what you love. Like if you have a good idea, go for." It. And then. Yeah. Meanwhile, their dad's just an angry alcoholic. Yeah. Who doesn't four hundred notebooks in like, the corner full of yep. ideas. Yeah. He's real yeah. good at writing them down. Yeah. Yeah, that hurts, man. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as you jumped into it, I was like, oh, uh, this is it right here. <laughs> I, I even wrote the both quotes down. Yeah. And I, I was like, gosh. Yeah. So number four, let's <laughs> move on. I ignore the rest of that. I don't yeah. know what else to do, you know, besides I, do. That's yeah. it. Yeah, I mean, we were just going to have to, like, you know, say, for me, like, saying I want to be more adventurous is a lot easier because you can sign up and go skydiving. You can cliff dive. You can go spelunking, whatever. I don't right. know. Yeah. Like, these, like, I don't know. Maybe we, maybe I took this exercise too seriously, but, like, I don't, like, this, this to me is much harder to figure out how to put yourself in those situations to work those muscles. And I think another great point both of us need to walk away with is that each one of our points, we have succeeded at one point in time. We need to reference yep. back to those. Yep. When you said finisher, there's plenty of things you finished. Oh, definitely. But there's, yeah. it's, there's zero reference when you're standing in your garage and all this wood is next to you and all the tools <laughs> are next to you, but there's nothing in front of you. Right. Yeah. And it, that's, yeah, that's exactly true. And that's what you know, building that knack is about, right? Is building those additional references yeah. so that you have more and more points to look back at and say, oh, I, I can do this. So, 
And it is frustrating. I don't have you felt because um, I have, especially recently, when I'm doing something, and then it's like this feels wrong, and you realize like it is wrong. Not in a, like a moral sense, but a, in like a sense of like like for me, I get on and like, oh, I'm gonna start this website, and it's like, no, this is wrong. Like you should be yeah. doing something else. Like you should be creating, yep. not worrying about what your URL is. Yeah, yeah. This is not your thing. Like, these are not the droids you're looking for. Yeah. Yeah. So number four, the final step is to commit to your new identity by broadcasting it to everyone around you. Don't I, like that. I don't either, <laughs> but I have a great example for it. Okay. Uh, my cousin's husband uh, recently put on Facebook that he was going to have 52 coffee meetings this year and that was his goal was to meet with 52 people this year on an average of one a week and have coffee with them didn't matter who you were or what you were he wanted to have coffee with 52 people and he put it on facebook and said hit me up yeah and i probably was number 10 to 25 in the list of people saying i'm in i'm in i'm in and i saw that and i was like that's pretty powerful to like really see that happening. I get it. It's, you know, it could have been half fan. I don't even know who these people are. I don't know him that well. Yeah. Um, and then he shot me a text and we're working out the schedule to figure out when we're going to have, you know, coffee. But I thought, I told Jen today, I said, I'm going to figure out, I'm just going to put it out. Like I have never put my goals onto social media besides right. Twitter, which nobody I know is on Twitter. Right. That, that would care, you know, yeah. like, so. I thought, I'm going to put this out on Facebook. This is my number four, by the way. I'm going to follow my 2019 goals as I originally wrote them. Yeah. And then post them on social media and ask if anyone needs somebody to speak at an event for them. Hmm. Which is super scary. Big time. Because I've, I'm friends with multiple business owners that are a part of like certain organizations. Yeah. But... That's what it is, right? That's Yeah, I mean, that's, that's the that, whole deal. Like, That's that getting away from have you ever met yourself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Kids are so insightful, you know? And they have no filter. Like, Yeah. Yeah. Some of the literally. coolest and worst human beings ever. Yeah. Most definitely. <laughs> yep. When they get older, they just get cooler, but... And then I'm sure there's a time where it changes, but yeah. So did you have what? What did you have for number four? Uh, well, I didn't have a number three, so like I don't really know. I don't have a number. F- I to be honest with you, I didn't even see this question. I just skipped straight <laughs> to the next uh, portion yeah. of the chapter. Um, yeah, I don't have a. I don't have anything. So then I'll just jump right down to the first question in the first chapter or first paragraph on page four thirty. Yeah, it's I got bold. that one highlighted too. <laughs> Are you now the same person you were when you picked up this book? I, I'm going to say no. Um, I'm not. Are you? So I, I, when I first read it, I wanted to say, yeah, I'm the same person. I just haven't changed anything. I don't feel like I am. And one being because I think differently now. And two is I'm more susceptible to, to taking action. I haven't done it yet. I get it. If somebody's listening and they say like, well, yeah, you haven't done anything. I understand that. But in my brain, that risk assessment is getting easier. Yeah. It's the, the barriers are dropping down. I've already talked about a lot of things on here that have dropped down barriers in my personal life. It's just, this is the way. Yeah. For me, it's a lot about the thought processes and the, the language like those are the those are the two biggest changes, and we've talked about this a couple of times on the on the the podcast. But those are the two biggest changes that I've seen in my personal life is is the way that I talk to other people, and uh, and then the way that I think about other people's actions. And so. this, I mean, we we blow over it all the time, <laughs> and I say we blow over it, and then we talk about it for like a second. Yeah, but eighteen episodes. 18 weeks in a row on a Sunday, Monday or a Tuesday, we met for at least 35 minutes. Yeah. We talked about this for like three years before yeah. we ever, we made every excuse you could possibly make. So, 
And like so, you said, this is longer than we've committed to anything in a very long time. Right. So, yeah, I think I think it's a pretty big deal. So I have an even a bigger idea, and, and it wasn't my idea. It was my wife's. I'm going to say that real softly. So nobody, <laughs> but because uh, I said I was showing her chapters 19 through 25, yeah. and they're one for each day. Yeah. So my question is, what would what do you say to weekly talks or daily talks for the next six days? Yeah, I was actually going to ask you that, so let's do it. Okay. Uh, I don't know how we're going to make that work exactly. Um, yeah, we can figure out the time when we're all when we're all yeah. done here. But yeah, yeah, she, I think she, it's a great idea. I said, well, we're gonna have to do all these in one week, and she's like, just meet up every night. Oh gosh, dang it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, they can be a lot shorter. I mean, it's a one day thing, so right. it shouldn't, yeah. shouldn't be the long episodes. But yeah, yeah, I don't see any other way to any other way to do it, and I think it's a perfect way to end this book and finish it off exactly like he intended. So. Oh, there's still a 26. Oh, is there? Yeah. Okay. Well, cool. With that, so I'll we'll give us finish the, it off with one final, yeah. one finale episode. We can cry in that one and sign each other's <laughs> yearbooks. Yeah. So he had a very. I I do want to point out one more, uh, one more passage on 431. He had a very like Ramdasian. Uh, little section here. Yep. We are not our bodies. When we pass on, there's no question that what's missing is the intangible, weightless identity, that essence of life that some call spirit. Neither are we our past, nor our behaviors in the moment. I like that. Yeah. I had I, that one uh, highlighted, and then I just realized when I was moving over to uh, get into that part three to talk about the next chapters, I highlighted and starred the forget your past who are you now and that's something that uh is pretty powerful and i and i know so we've said it a couple times on this and like people listening some people read these books and they like i've done it before where it's like oh and you hear somebody like oh that's a real powerful statement and i think like what a crock of shit like (laughs) no it's not like they just said the normal like that's what you should know that yeah but it it helps to read this stuff. Like it helped going through this book. It helped going through chapter by chapter. It helped getting into doing the. Uh, I'm reading a book now, and it's got a bunch of stuff after each chapter. And I think, man, I should stop and do those right. instead of like passing over them. I think yep. this helps. I, I like it. I mean, think about the book finished, which both of us talk about all the time. Has exercises at the end of every single chapter. Did you do any of those exercises? I I didn't even know it had them. Yeah, I've read that book three times, so uh, <laughs> never once have I – I just buzz right through them. Uh, yeah. I can move on to the next chapter. So actually, he mentions that in this chapter. He says, if you're barreling through this book somewhere, I remember reading that line. I don't know. It doesn't I'll matter. I'll just call that my question four, and I passed right over it. So. <laughs> yeah. Because honestly, I mean, out of 433 right pages, I have – I have read 95 to 90% of it, but there are certain times where he gets into a story and I'm like, nope. Yeah. I'm, I'll wait till Karen's gone. And then 423. I'll, I'll pick back up. If you're just powering through this book, scanning and reading rapidly, or if you have many distractions, you're not going to get the answers you need. Nice. Bringo. And Bringo. that's it. <laughs> <laughs> All is right. there anything you've changed besides doing those, anything you've changed so far of your reading habits, like on how you perceive a book and how you like, – take do you more take notes. notes? I'm taking more notes, yep. yeah. Because I was looking back today trying to find um, the one where we talked about, you know, who are you really, and I just – scanning through all of the notes I have for this book, it's a lot of – more notes than I've ever taken for any book since college, like – yeah, I've lot. I've been going like I said when I was reading through all my notebooks to uh, figure out you know my what path I wanted to do. They I, I didn't realize one how long eighteen weeks is, and two <laughs> how many notebooks like 
Like if you said like, hey, four notebooks ago, you because I for those of you who don't know, I carry a small notebook with me all the time. That's what all my notes go into. It's a little like field note style log and jotter. But they, I didn't realize it. Like how many of these I've had in my pocket and how many of them have notes from this in it. Yeah. So I have a section in my lectern about for just this book. It's like 30 plus pages. Wow. For this one book. Like yeah. I, for most books, I'll have like a page of like, yeah. like you know, quotes that I really liked or like a, a quick synopsis. Like 30 plus pages of notes for this book. It's Yeah. So. Which, I mean, we can talk about it. I feel like it's going to come up faster than what we think, but what what the next journey is going to be for us and, and our weekly meetings. So, yeah. If somebody is listening to this uh, and they have an idea, uh, hit us up. You, you probably know how to get to get a hold of us, but that I I would be curious to hear what other people want to hear. The ones that listen to it every week on what they want to hear next. You know, if there's another book that they've heard about. Yeah, definitely. Because there was one today that Jen and I were looking at. She's like, oh, here you go. Here's your next podcast. And she was like flipping through it. And I was like, oh, that is a good idea. Hmm. Um, but uh, I'd be curious as to what what the universe brings us next. Cause yeah. Me this too. one came by in a, what, about a four-minute conversation? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that four-minute conversation, we ended up committing to 18-plus hours of of podcasting, so. Yeah. Yeah, pretty good. All right, you got anything else on this chapter? I don't. All right. That is it. So I guess we will uh, we'll figure out here uh, what we're going to do, but it sounds like we're going to be doing some daily meetings for the yeah. next, for, for at least a six day or seven day period i think it's 19 19 through 25 so that's whatever yeah all right sir all right man well i'll talk to you soon okay see ya see ya